Part three, chapter ten of A Vital Question or What is to be Done by Nikolai Chernyshevsky, translated by Nathan Haskell Dole, eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five, and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Part three, Marriage and Second Love, chapter ten but it is necessary to say two or three words about kirsdnof's outward appearance he as well as lopukhov had regular and handsome features some regarded the former others the latter as the better looking lopukhov was rather thinner had dark chestnut hair gleaming dark eyes which seemed almost black an aquiline nose thick lips and a rather oval face kirsdnof had blonde hair inclining to a brownish shade dark blue eyes a straight grecian nose a small mouth an oblong face and a remarkably light complexion both were men of very tall stature and straight lopukhov somewhat broader across his shoulders kirsdnof somewhat taller kirsdnof's outward circumstances were very good he was now a professor the largest majority at the balloting was at first opposed to him not only did they want to refuse him his professorship but they would have taken away his doctor's degree but this was impossible two or three young men and one not a young man from among his former professors friends of his long ago declared to the rest of the faculty that there was in the world a certain virchow and that he lived in berlin and also a certain claude bernard and he lived in paris and certain others whose names you could not remember who also lived in various towns and that Virchow, Claude Bernard, and the others were the stars, as it were, of the medical science. All this seemed extremely improbable, because we know all the stars of science. Burghoff, Hufeland, and Harvey was also a very distinguished man, who discovered the circulation of the blood, then Jenner, who taught vaccination. And so we know them. But these Virchows and Claude Bernards we do not know. What kind of stars are they? However, the devil knows them and here this very claude bernard spoke with respect about kirsdnof's works when kirsdnof took his degree and so they could not help it they had to give kirsdnof the degree of doctor and a year and a half later they gave him a professorship the students said that if he came into the faculty the party of good professors would be increased he had never practiced and he said that he had given up the practice of medicine but he used to spend long hours at the hospital it happened that he dined there on some days and even slept there many nights but what has he done there he said that he was working for science and not for the sake of the sick i do not cure i only observe and make experiments the students confirmed this and declared that at the present time only quacks cured because at this time it is impossible to effect cures the hospital servants judged the matter in a different way well this kirsdnof takes folks home into his palace it must be a bad case they used to say among themselves and then they would say to the patient keep up good heart it takes a tough sickness to stand up against this surgeon he is a master and a real father end of part three chapter ten recording by expatriate in bangor maine